Welcome to Gideon, guys. I'm Johnny Hedgepeth. And I'm Travis Wash. And this is the podcast where Travis and I are breaking down every episode of DC's Legends of Tomorrow. And we're at Season 4, Episode 11, Seance and Sensibility. And uh, just want to let everyone know we're going to be taking a little break after this one. I'm going uh, back to New Jersey on uh, vacation. And uh, so much like these CW shows, I'm taking we're going to take a little winter break. That's what they do on yeah. Yeah, I mean, I'm sure, we're, I'm sure we'll still have some more before the end of 2021. Oh, yes, yes, yes. And I hope, uh, we, a, I hope you have a nice visit in, in Jersey, my friend. Oh, thank you. Thank you. Yeah, I'm looking forward. To it. It's just going to be laying around on the couch and getting fed Italian food. So, Sounds good to me. Mm-hmm. So, I neglected to uh, send Travis the uh, Netflix synopsis. And uh, so, Travis, you, a, a, what a do you fine, have here? A fine substitute right here. When Mona discovers that her favorite author, Jane Austen, might be at the epicenter of a magical alert, Mona, Sarah, Charlie, and Zari find themselves in 1809. With Nate still dealing with family issues, Constantine and Rory perform a seance and receive a message from the other world that rocks Constantine to his core. Meanwhile, mm. Ray and Nora are forced into close quarters. <laughs> so, yeah. first of all, first of all, Gideon gang, uh, just to put it out there, if you hear any uh, audio issues today, we're just we're getting one out here yeah. for it, and it'll all, you know. Yeah, what, what, yeah what, I think we're okay. Now. I think we're okay. I think I figured it out. Okay. Uh, I'll keep an eye on it regardless. Yeah. But let's, yeah, let's get going. Let's, uh, the, the, well, first the, of all, okay, first mm-hmm. of all, I just want to mention to you that in the latest episode of Legends, there's a callback to something that we recently glossed over that made me laugh harder than anything ever in the history of this show. And yeah. I can't wait till we get to that. And it's from the getaway, right? It's from the getaway. That's all I'll say. That's funny. So Washington, DC, 2019. It's Hank's uh, wake. I guess it's an Irish wake. I guess. Uh, yeah, yeah. It's a wake. It's a, uh, it's a somber. It looks like you're, you look up wake in the dictionary. I mean, but though he, he he's laid out in the he's laid out in the living room, basically. You know, that's an Irish wake. Is that how it works? I didn't know that. Oh no, really? Yeah, no. Have yet to attend an Irish wake in my life. Oh, it's odd, dude. Um, I've been to a couple, like the most recent, my great uncles, and this was like 1991, maybe. And there he was, laid out in the the parlor, the living room of the right family next to house. the cold cuts. Um, one room away from the cold cuts goodness gracious that's odd and and much like this one there was a old woman dressed in complete black lace just sobbing at in the corner the entire time yep i got you <laughs> i don't I, 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 yeah you, you paint a picture man I, i've said it before you're great at painting a picture that yeah. I, right. I i don't recall if they put uh sheets over the the, the mirrors though as they do here <laughs> yeah all right okay so ray's nervous about being there because he still thinks nora killed hank and we cut to z she's helping nate with his tie you know and they almost kiss and uh you know kind of go back and forth well maybe we should get together for real stuff 
But Nate's mom comes in and she wants Nate to give the speech for Hank. But you know, he's he's mad at him because uh the, the torturing the creatures, or so he thinks. Mm-hmm. It's uh he's in a weird uh, he's in a weird headspace. It was a weird, it was a weird man, there's a tough spot for him to play, a tough like they're asking a lot of him uh in terms of what sort of relationship you're supposed to have with them. Like, I think like for all the dynamics that I like that were created um, with his dad, while his dad was still alive, I feel like it, it, it's not as interesting now. Now it feels a little hmm, like they're just, they've, they've thrown too much in there, especially with the way this one ends. I was like, what, what the hell's going on here? <laughs> you know what I mean? Like, it started to, like I, I do wish they would have kept him around. I wish that he would have been the big bad. I really do. Um, and I was and- thinking, I was thinking about that because I, I read that quote unquote trivia. But Hayworld isn't some last minute baby face turn because it's it it's a major part of the what the finale. And I don't think they would have changed the finale just because of a baby face turn for lack of a better term for him. Right. So, right. So I'm, I'm not quite sure, Interesting. but I know what yeah, you mean. That, yeah. Anyways. It's, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so Ray is eating candy. I guess they got a bowl of M&Ms by the body. Which... It looked really good. Uh, go for just a just a jar of m&ms that would help it would help in that situation Mm -hmm. and constantine's uh, explaining to ray about how wakes are full of spiritual energy points out the ant saying the prayer and the mirror is covered and they start to crackle and he's he's like oh you know this is my business and business is good uh nate uh, tells ray it's okay you know a you know, don't worry about Nora. You know, it's not your fault. And uh, there's a nice little scene when he looks at me, he's like, I love you, bro. Which just, it felt very real to me. I, it it yeah. didn't feel forced. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, again, like this is, there's some, this is, this is some of the best and worst of uh, Legends of Tomorrow, this mm. episode. And I think the worst, the worst thing that they're doing now uh-huh. is putting too much into single episodes and not devoting enough time to the really special things like they're trying to man i don't know like it's just like it's just it's just too much there's too many uh mix of moods in this one and and i think they that's a that's a delicate um walk man and and Sometimes it's just like you're asking a lot, even if like hardcore fans to just kind of do these these tonal shifts from from one scene to the next. And and to come from this, it's your dad dying and making that that last one. Oh, I got some noise he makes uh-huh. when he sees his dad. Die. And like, what is that supposed to mean? What is that? What is that emotion that comes that voice? You know what I mean? It, like it could have been something. I don't know. For him, especially, I'm thinking like for Nick Zano in particular, he he could have had something heavy and real to to present here, and this ends up just being so slap hazard. I don't know what I don't know what slapped together. It just doesn't feel 
I don't know. Let's keep going. I feel like you it's, walk me through. I that. I don't mind the tonal changes from serious to silly at all. It's it doesn't bother me. It didn't bother me in the the Justice League comic book that I compare this to. Yeah, uh, a lot of Justice yeah, League no, International. No, there, it, there are times when it works. There are times when it works, and this just isn't working. Well, there's one major thing that don't work in this one mm-hmm. that it, that's so fucking bad that it's at, it makes me just cackle with laughter mm-hmm. but we'll get to that it, mm-hmm. just just a bit because that's insane and this one's not perfect at all it's it's okay i was thinking this in my mind like does one thing that i love so so much and it, the, the stuff around that save an entire episode for me and the mm-hmm. at the and the answer is yes because yeah. i really enjoy this one yeah, but uh, but Wolfie and Jane Austen, that shit. Oh yeah. boy. Yeah. 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 <laughs> it's it's not good. Yeah, I just I was just so cringe a lot in this man. Um, and just wearing that sometimes the way they wear adult themes, it just feels <laughs> like kids kids trying to dress up as in grown-up clothes you know what i mean now all the uh, all like all like all, all the ladies talking about fucking and stuff i adore in this yeah, one myself yeah. but uh, i just find them so good man this is again uh i know that she gets a unfair unfairly piled on but the, the actress who plays mom is just not very good in this <laughs> at all <sighs> no yeah no no not not in this one no but, but uh and neither is Wolfie. No, <laughs> Although her man. line deliveries, her line deliveries that we'll get to in a second are what makes me laugh so so, so hard. I feel so bad for her in that makeup mm-hmm, and mm-hmm. and the pajamas. What? Yeah, what a choice. <laughs> what? Oh no. Okay, so Ray goes to the bathroom. He. he there's something crackling behind the mirror. He looks and it's Nora and that's to the open. And uh, she tells him that it wasn't her. It was a demon. And he's like, Oh, thank God. And uh, he's going to sneak her onto the ship. By the way, when I said that this is the, of all the uh, young, sexy time travelers fucking each other through time. Yeah. This is the, the fuckingest episode. (laughs) That's a word of legends of tomorrow. For sure. This is the horniest episode in the entire, every, no season comes close. Yeah, yeah, I can imagine. <sighs> so on the wave rider, Charlie's trying to fucking give Mona a steak. Charlie's like bullying her. <laughs> yeah. In a weird fucking way. It's like weird, really weird relationship or like just the way what she's asked to play through all of this um I, Char- what th- that that note that charlie's on this whole um episode of just like yeah bro, let's fucking yeah this guy yeah. like it's just so ugh, unappealing un um just not endearing usually and i was really growing to like the uh charlie character 
but in this one it's just like shut the fuck up or, or well, like give me something else right? so you know so, maybe, so so it actually made you happy when they had wolfie finally just whack her against across the I, fucking I, face I guess, yeah, and I guess i was like was that what they were going for here because i agree i think Maisie richardson sellers is having so much more fun as charlie than she did as amaya but mm. in this one she's just like hey you're a vegetarian have a steak come on <laughs> yeah i want to see the Weird. fucking wolf Weird. <laughs> i mean they're, they're all piling on her but mm -hmm. uh she's the only one being like actually mean when z piles on her it's like yeah listen stupid <laughs> it's cathartic when she tells her to shut the fuck up and yeah. grow up yeah oh, boy. so and another thing with mona with her She's got one of those shirts that just lists the names of the characters in something you like. Yeah. Uh, I guess, I don't know if that's a thing anymore, but it was a thing there for a while. Anymore. It was for a while, yeah. I mean, you still see it, right? Like, it's like it's like ugly Christmas sweaters. The, 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 you always see new versions <laughs> of those pop up. And uh, yeah, I, that just the same thing with that. Somebody's always going to have a yes. <laughs> I mean, I mean, it meant something 20 years ago. There was like, there was probably a John and Paul and George and Ringo. It's probably the first one. And then ever since that, it's never, it's well, lost. I have no idea what the origin of the shirt is, but yeah, yeah. I never cared for it. It was like, all right. But all the names of these Jane Austen books, uh, her favorite author are disappearing. And so Gideon confirms there's a fugitive in 1802 England causing Jane Austen to never write her books. So they call Sarah and she's like, yeah, that can wait. And Nate's like, no, no, go ahead. And uh, as they're saying goodbye to him, uh, Brendan Routh just comes right over and just kisses him. Yeah. And walks away. And I did, I looked this up and uh, total improv scene that they just totally improv that. And oh, really? they thought it was hilarious and left it in. It's good. I like it because because then it also kind of left that uh, open for all of. I guess you got to kind of follow if 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 uh, if uh, Ray gave him a kiss on the cheek. Well, now you got to give him at least that. Sorry, you know, made it even more awkward when he had when she had this. Oh, I didn't even think of that. Yeah, yeah. Uh, so the fugitive is at a wedding in Bath, England, in eighteen o two, and Mona begs to come along, and. Right. He's like, yeah, yeah, I'll be a quarter, a quarterback in this from my room. Uh, and uh, Mona, now this, this I liked, uh, I, the line delivery from Mona amongst so many in this one that are, is just not good. This mm -hmm. I liked. She uses, she starts smelling Zari with her wolf senses. And yeah. she's like, is that Nate on you? And arousal? <laughs> It's and like so, she's smelling some. Oh, yeah, yeah, I get it, but it's oh, also it um, made me laugh. It, it's it made me of, laugh. It's out of character. Every none of this. Like they try to turn him into like the Sex in the City chicks here for a second, and it uh, for a lot of this, and it just doesn't. Uh, to me, it was so cringe, man. It just felt again like like teenage girls trying to act like uh, grown ups. Yeah. for all of the teenage girls who are the fan base of this show so right. i mean yeah. i enjoyed it depending on who was doing it like yeah. sarah and charlie goofing around i i really enjoyed them uh in these little yeah. conversations so and sorry yeah. i think it's yeah. fun I think it's all mona not to sound like the imdb guys but yeah, it's all yeah. fucking mona to me uh so 
Sarah uh, tells Zay that Nate's into her because of the truth bug. And uh, they had, yeah, this is the, the Sex of the City discussion. Exactly. So I don't know which character would be which because I didn't really watch Sex in the did. City. I never did either. Okay, but Charlie's idea is, well, you should fuck him. And uh, Sarah's like, no, 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 no. What you do is you go fuck someone else. If you're still thinking about Nate, then you fuck him. <laughs> yeah. Just like, like, and when, when has this ever been? I don't know. It just, it, again, it just I feels... like it behind the scenes on the wave rider, what they really talk about. This just all felt like such this type of, it was, it's, it's a different show, but it was like written in this kind of utopian uh, thing where it's like because it's the old it's all like they mentioned the Bechdel test and you mm. can tell what what we're in for oh that here. is a dude that is a writer's room this line yeah. I was about to, I was just about to say they say but man he, there's just oh, too the Bechdel much test this, line yeah. is like the Bechdel test line mm-hmm. is the writer's room telling on themselves because it's Z says well, we're not going to pass the Bechtel test here. And Sarah's like, well, it's okay to talk about guys so sometimes. About and I'm like, come sometimes. on, come on. Sometimes. Like you just see her like curling her, curling her. This is uh, just, uh, it's just, this is Grainy Godfrey and Jackie Canino just getting all their um, romance novel fantasies and sex in the city fantasies out on somehow and Bollywood and musicals and just like pack it, trying to pack it all in with, mixed in with like the death of a of, of a, a father of a father and it's and it's um i i i'll tell you when i when when there's something i like <laughs> i will i will well, i'll, t- I'll tell will. you this i remember yeah. when this one came out like it was a thing like the entertainment entertainment weekly thing of the episode of the week you need to see and it's all about the bollywood sequence that's yeah. it it was like, yeah. hey, you got to check this out. There's this great Bollywood sequence in it. Yeah. And uh, it's it's generally very well liked because of that sequence. Not on the IMDb, though, mm-hmm. <laughs> but not for any of your reasons. <laughs> right. I understand. <laughs> so carry on. So Mona's like, well, you should just tell them how you feel. And they just like shit on her. And <laughs> yeah. So they arrive in Bath and Costumes, and this is uh, the, the Mona stuff. It's a Jane Austen novel come to life. Oh, my bonnet. It's not yes. good. Yes. None it, of this was. I hated, I hated all of the, the, the Austen era stuff. I just thought it was so bad. <laughs> Especially like, but even with like the, the orgy in the church, though, Travis. That, <sighs> I'm, garbaggio. I'm a fan. Garbaggio. I'm so a fan. Bad. I loved it. Uh, anyways keep going so so her bonnet flies in front of a horse and carriage and z goes to get it the thing stops and and the sexy coachman guy uh get out and immediately hit it off mm-hmm. uh hits it off with zari so they go to this wedding and uh charlie's like well if you don't fuck that guy i will jesus christ and uh they're goofing on the groom, and suddenly Jane Austen turns around and says, How many Capones? Mr. Capone, it's a pleasure to make your acquaintance. I canceled tickets to the opera because I heard there was new players in town. <laughs> uh, yeah, we knew this was coming. Well, I uh, forgot this was coming. Believe I, it or not. I, I, yeah, but I mean, yeah, we have to do it, even though I have no, I have no, uh, reference point 
Well, we've established we don't need a reference. Yeah, though. yeah. Uh, just as a performance, uh, I'll go. I, I didn't love her uh, by any stretch, but she had that. She had the, the, did the good uh, pronunciations of the T's and etc. Things like that. I like. So I'll give her a, a four. Hey, ding, ding, ding. Four Capones yeah. here as well. Yeah, yeah. Yep. Yeah. So the bride stops the wedding, declares her love for the maid. They start making out. The groom wants to bone her mom, and an orgy breaks out. In the middle of the church, and yeah. I, I love, I did. It made me laugh. I'm like, hey, yeah. I'm a teenage, I'm a teenage girl at heart too. Meanwhile, dad's dead. <laughs> he's not dead. He's a ghost. For Christ's sakes, it's right, not that right. serious. Right, right. <laughs> he's he's throwing records and shit. I wanted that to to like there to be some sort of like what what song what what uh what album was it like? That yeah, yeah I was wondering because it, it played it, it had to play backwards, and I'm like, that's yeah. a bridge too far for me to try to find an Easter egg. Sorry. <laughs> okay, well, I'm surprised someone didn't try. I know. So on the wave rider, Ray's hiding Nora, who fills him in on a demon killing Hank. Charlie comes looking for him, and. uh she thinks Ray's uh, jerking off, buffing the old bishop. She says, <laughs> uh, "Like it's, what, to me, it was weird that why was she all the, already back on the waiver? Excuse me, so quickly, and the other two are still down in Austinville. Hmm. It was weird. They, like there was nothing that had been established that she was going back, and that the other two were sticking around." Uh, or or maybe I missed something that kind of threw me a bit for a loop. I'm like, oh, are they all back now? Are they done? They already is that mission complete? <laughs> What's going on? Hmm, don't know. Yeah. <laughs> I did, didn't think about it. Don't know. Hmm. Well, she did say, well, now this is what I call a wedding, and she, <laughs> I'm out of here. <laughs> yeah, I guess. I guess I need to go. We look. This is. This is the horniest episode of Legends of Tomorrow ever. We need a jerk-off joke, and I'm the one yes. to deliver that with Ray Palmer. Yeah. That's it. Because <laughs> she calls him Rage. rage. We need another Rage line. Rage. So, Come on, Rage. Yeah. <laughs> you deafen the old bishop, Rage. Rage. Waxing the dolphin, were you? Come on, Rage. <laughs> Gideon says there was a lust outbreak, and that's what altered history, but they still don't know why. Jane Austen has, doesn't write. And here's another thing we don't know, really, in this episode. Why does Jane Austen decide to start writing again? Because they don't really fix that. Nothing. Mona, Mona yeah. says, she's like, well, why should I believe this? And she goes, you're my favorite author. And apparently that's all it took for Jane Austen to start submitting her books again. Mm-hmm. <laughs> that's mm. it. Oh, it sticks it. out like a sore darn thumb. It. Yes, yes. Yeah. Just like that, like that, and that's what again. This is really on Grainy Godfrey and Jackie Canino. Thanks. A hey, hey, good and awesome that you guys, girls or ladies, women, were able to achieve this to, to get to this spot. I know it's well deserved, but this is just they're not doing the little things that you're supposed to do when you're writing a plot. You're getting too excited about 
putting in all these fun little things that you love so much or that you loved reading when you got that English degree that we all have our favorites. Hey, and if I ever get in, in your position, I'm, th- I'm sure I'll throw in, uh, you know, references to Rocket Racer and, and uh, you know, whatever. This other Rocket Racer, the Spider-Man. Invalid. Yeah, sure, sure. Uh, or Rocket uh, Racer, the author. I didn't know which one you meant. <laughs> you didn't know that he's a... Uh, you know, he wrote um some of those, a couple <laughs> small little paperbacks, nothing mm. crazy. Um, and, and, but this just feels so. Oh, oh, and then we can do this, and then we can do this, and then we can throw in a Sex in the City part too. This is going to be awesome. But they're not. They're they're too excited about the spectacle and too much about the sizzle, not about the steak. I, I think they were know knowing full well that like, there's one big thing on this show that they cared about. And it yep. was the Bollywood scene yeah. and everything to lead up to the Bollywood scene. Gosh, and imagine if, imagine if they had just made that the, the, the main thing, like the main, like this could have just been a Bollywood episode. Wouldn't that have been even, wouldn't that, that would have been better? neat. No, that would, now that would, but that would have really clanged with, uh, with, with the seance. Maybe I don't know, but I, I like I, I got, and that's the other thing too is if, if you're gonna throw in, we'll, we'll get to it. Oh, wait, make the seance of Hollywood thing too, yeah, <laughs> or something. I don't know, man. I don't know. Yeah. And, and it, and again, I, I, this one gets a big thumbs up for me because there's so much in it that I do like, but there's mm-hmm. a, mm-hmm. but in no way do I not recognize all of the things you're calling out. Okay, I just go, right. yeah, you know what I mean? Uh, yeah. yeah. So, all right. Sarah decides her and Mona go talk to Jane Austen in the morning to figure out what the fuck's going on. Charlie's like, well, you should talk to the servants. So Sarah's like purposely sending Zari to go talk to the coachman mm-hmm. to get her fucking laid. Go talk to Jonathan Coachman. Jonathan Coachman. <laughs> it's the coach. They would have cast him instead of this sexy, sexy man. Yeah. Uh, but this I like because Sarah, Sarah Lance is like, listen, before I found my true love, I fucked all over the timeline. I know what you need right now. Go fuck that guy. Kind of like that because that's the character trait. And I thought that that's definitely what they were going for. Yep. So Sarah Mona are talking with Jane Austen. They do the whole, shall we take a turn thing? And Jane Austen is like, well, that bride just fucked up her family's fortune forever and is completely not what Mona thinks she was. Mm-hmm. You know, she wrote books like that, but she, she's, she's realistic here. And this is enraging this, this child woman <laughs> to almost turn her into the wolf right then and there. Ugh. Yes, I know. I know. I mean, yes. Why is that really enough? You wouldn't like. Me oh, it would have been like if when if you're... I if I if I was a young child man and I met Hunter S. Thompson and he wasn't what I thought he was, yeah. I would have turned into a I wolf as hulk, well. I would hulk the fuck out. Yep. Mm-hmm. Uh, you wouldn't like me when you if you show me your self doubt as an artist. <laughs> Come on. Come on man anyways oh i watched a uh i watched the deleted scenes from from last week's episode and she uh the boy even without it's it's almost it is worse without the finished special effects or watch her like starting Mm. to turn kind of thing 
Ah, boy, she's again like, and that's not on her. She's she is really put in a tough position. And as you said, if they if they phase Wolfie out, that's best for all parties involved. Well, the thing is, I was under the impression because I watched a couple episodes from here, and I'm like, yeah, I think Wolfie's gone. I was going to tell you that, and then I looked up the character or the actress. And I was like, no, 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 I guess she's not. So oh, well. we're in for more Wolfie this. Uh, this season, not a lot that I can really give her an outfit like the male uh, wolf guy had when he was something. The, when the no, 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 pajamas, torn Lucha. pajamas. Yes. Torn it, pajamas. That's how that's how Jane like, recognized her because yeah, of those fucking pajamas. Yes. Oh God, that was the worst. Wait, is he, wait a second. Are you the lady I saw before? Like, come <laughs> on. No, I was, just, I was thinking about a good one. It would be good if it was grandma's pajamas. That'd be oh cool. boy. It'd be like the big bad wolf. Mm. <laughs> it was much like what Ray uh, gave Nora to yes, wear. Exactly. To the perfect choice. <laughs> <laughs> so she mentions that things got weird when Lord Remington arrived. Yeah. So then Z finds the coachman in the barn and starts making out with him. So we cut to the wake where Mick's stuff in his face with his napkin tucked into his unbuttoned shirt unbuttoned shirt which like out around his, maybe yeah. i laughed pretty funny i laughed pretty funny uh this looks like sloppy joe's too be a nice nice choice at a funeral mm. I'd, I'd be into that i, I oh. so would i oh that's a nice that was thoughtful whoever thought hey guys <laughs> i know we're all feeling down right now that's what i know sloppy joe's who can i thank for these what I'm so, okay oh i'm sorry sorry i just <laughs> Just I like the sloppy Joe. Nate comes over and he's like, what's up, pretty? And he's talking about how he doesn't know what to say. And he just looks at him and says, he's your old man's dead. What you say up there is for you Do, uh, in a nice way. Like, you know, good advice. If I agree, yeah. if if, you know, yeah, the, the spirit wasn't there. But in real life, that's good advice. Yeah, yeah, it is. I like it. So, uh, Constantine, though, he senses Hank in the mirror and he flashes and he sees what happened, knows that he was killed by something and that his, his spirit is still there. So, Sarah and Mona come up to these chicks and uh, uh, I guess they're still in the church for some reason. And, uh, and they're tittering about whoever's got all their hearts flutter, And uh, they think it's Remington and Mona tries to fit in Oof, all of it's not all i mean yeah. her fitting in is terrible they're not good at mm-hmm. all it just you mm-hmm. see you just see katie katie lots going in, in looking in her eyes thinking thank god i don't have to recite yes any of this <laughs> and turns out it's not lord remington he's an old man it's the coachman it's jonathan coach. coachman it's jonathan hey wwe fans Zari, they're like, oh shit, Zari's gonna fuck the, the fugitive. And uh they're Zari and uh Kama uh, Kama Deva, I believe his name is. Oh, uh, we mm-hmm. are making out. And uh Zari's like, wait a minute, no man could kiss like that. What are you? I'm like, <laughs> that is some talented kissing, kissing detective. I guess. And uh he glows and says he's the Hindu god of love, Kama Deva. Which I was like, oh, immediately 
I remember when watching this one for the first time, and this is when my interest peaked. And I also knew what was coming because they, they hyped the shit out of this. Right. But this is what I was waiting for. <laughs> I was like, all right, let's get right. to it. Um, yeah. So it's like, like do you, have you ever seen Bride and Prejudice? Did you ever see it? I'm sorry, what? Bride and Prejudice. No, I haven't. What is it? Yeah. Oh, it's, it's like a Bollywood type adaptation, hmm. um, which is like you know they commit to it from the the start and it so that's what it is like it's an austin adaptation but it is um like bollywood and indian families and an arranged uh type marriage so that makes sense for it like it's the director of bandit like beckham Mm. um it makes sense for there to be a bollywood connection there here doesn't make sense other than again green and jackie are fans of bride and prejudice it's a really good film could be um as far (laughs) as far as common deva being able to be in this Mm -hmm. these all these guys got strewn through time so this is where he landed okay so it so it makes a little bit more of the chocolate and peanut butter I got you. Yeah, remember all these fugitives got cast out of Malice Land and landed yeah, somewhere. Yeah, yeah, so. yeah. Mm-hmm. But that's a, that's that's a, an excuse in the plot for it. You might be absolutely right. Yeah, you know? I know, I know. Um, uh, so I don't want to sound like like I, I, I'm, this is like you don't you believe know, in love, old Travis. White boy, old white boy, you know, talking about these female writers. I don't want it to come off like that at all. I just, uh, I wasn't feeling this. I, I, and also, I'm not the demographic. Like, I, I like uh, Sense and Sensibility is such a good template uh, for that that story and finishing with a uh, with uh, marriage and stuff. And when mm. it's been um, ad- adapted in different ways, it's always been really good. Um, but you know what? Know what my exposure to anything Jane Austen uh, is. Mm-hmm. Um, this episode of uh this episode of legends of tomorrow and clueless yeah 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 clueless, <laughs> That's it. clueless is great yeah i'd i'd clueless is yeah. uh, amazing it's yeah. it's wonderful yeah. not not enough can be said also about dan hedaya in that movie oh uh, yeah of course beautiful wonderfully cast <laughs> nick i mean like a guy who his, his most famous character is just this lo- loathsome piece of shit and he plays her dad on on uh clueless and he's great you, know, you just love yeah. that guy. Yeah, awesome. So they decide they're going to go back. I'm sorry, Z catches the guy. They they run to uh, the barn. It sounds like they're fucking. But of course, they were fighting. And uh, the first uh, second there, uh, I was like, uh, the, yeah, I know. I know. I was like, it was almost too much. I'm like, they better not be. Then, okay, thank you. I thought they were. At, when yeah. I, first I know I did one, too. I did. When I first saw this one. Just... I heard those sound effects. I'm also, like, you had told fuck? me. You had told me this was the this was the the P and the V type. Mm-hmm. Oh, we're about to get to it because uh, yeah, yeah. Uh, they take him a uh, prisoner and put him in the force field. So Nora's in Ray's room, and this is where he makes her some very chaste PJs, <laughs> and. She's oh, like, man. she's like, she's like, he's all like, well, I'll be a gentleman. She's like, no, the bed's fine. We could share it. You know, she's, she's put it, you know, she's, she's letting you know, Ray, come on. You know, mm. they're laying in bed or hand, their hands touch and Ray's like, oh, no, 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 I can't. 
He goes to sleep immediately in in the uh, the the uncomfortable chair. Yeah, which was ridiculous. <laughs> and yeah, but he was out constantly, pretty quick. That was pretty funny. It was that kind was of funny. funny. I mean, just his performance. Him, him, was really him falling funny. asleep right away was pretty funny. Yeah. Um. So. Constantine and Mick find Nate, Nate writing this roast of Hank. They tell him that the ghost is still in the house and he's got something to say. Let's just have a seance to get this out of the way. And he's like, fuck you. Leaves this one the record player. Uh, and I wonder what should have dropped. You know, there should be some James Taylor shit if you're going to go all the way with this. So Kama here puts his love dust. I did a lot of love dust in the love me dust. Love, love me, me dust. dust. I did a lot of love me dust. In the early 2000s. <laughs> I'm just making the connection now that you're talking about. Mm-hmm. And you know how I took you know how I took it quite often? The exact same way that Zari and Kama here uh, yeah. licked it off their arms. That, that, that was yeah. a way to do ecstasy. Sure. <laughs> that and lemon drops or some kind of fucking drink where you licked fucking sugar off your hand. Right. Bunch of fucking savages when you're in your early 20s. Yeah, yeah. So, this is the big sex dream scene, and uh, Nora's sex dream is a shirtless Raymond Pal- Raymond Palmer who's seeking enthusiastic consent. Which is- yeah, <laughs> again, again, I don't want to be the okay? asshole, but is this okay? Mm-hmm. Oh, fuck off! <sighs> There's got to be a better way to do that. It's a rate. I would believe that from Raymond Palmer, though. He's the only character I would, but I don't know. I don't know. Mona's whimpering and growling like a wolf. Yes. Which I actually thought was kind of funny. I, I like that. A little bit. It's just is all so cringe. Oh, and it, what's her name says Ava. She says her name. Just Ava. Not in Charlie. Apparently, though. when Charlie has a wet dream, she yeah. hoots and hollers. What yeah. a terrible roommate to have. And again, she's just like, all right, here we go. All aboard the fuck train. Yeah, and she's, and she's she, like still asleep. Like it's too much. It's like that same note that she played yeah. ah, every she, fucking scene. Yeah, she's asleep. Even when she's asleep in her dreams, blowing David like, Bowie. Yeah. She's blowing Bowie. Hey, I'm, I'm, I'm jiggling the star man's balls. Somebody <laughs> give me a high five of me. A regular Ziggy Farduck over here. Am I right, Rage? Yeah. About to find out if there's life on Mars. <laughs> <laughs> oh, God, who is next? Oh, and then Z. All right, Z. Because he's fucking Kamadeva here, and it's a three-way with Nate. The sexy, all sexy, of a sudden, it, like it, all, it legit Nate. looks like a fucking Red Shoe diary scene. I know. It's like, are we doing? like hello. What you know, are I we did doing? not mind this at all. No. Oh, I, I did know. not I mind this at all. No, I understand, but it's just like, what the fuck? What and she looks right at the doing? camera. Looks right at the yeah, camera, yeah, yeah, and yeah. like, yeah, damn it, this is definitely a dream to break. Yeah. Yeah. Next day in the galley, they're all drinking ice water. Got to cool shit down after a night like that. Oh, girl, so cosmos. Let's put it at Cosmo time. Cosmo o'clock. Well, they're sharing sex stories about what happened because they they know what happened. Like that motherfucker dosed us. 
and uh, Charlie asked, see, who'd you get a leg over? Which I've never heard that term, and uh, I, I like it. Is that, a, I guess that's an, is that an English term I've never heard? Maybe I'd never heard it either. That's fine. And, and uh, they, they, they figured out it was both guys, and Mo's, Mo's crying. She was dreaming about Kanane. And she's breaking down and screaming like a, a, a little girl, a, like a kid. Yeah. Z's like, hey, hey d- d- you just met that guy and he turned you into a fucking werewolf. What the fuck? You know, chill, yeah. chill out. And she starts screaming about romance. And finally, Wolfie's up and smacks fucking uh, Charlie across Charlie, the room. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And runs away. In her little outfit. In the PJs with the, t- the little tears, the, tears, the CGI the tears out oh. there. Uh, and it's a smash cut to her bursting into Jane Austen's office. Oh my God. And she says, God, did I, I laugh so hard. This is like, to, Legends fans have to realize, no, this isn't good. But yeah. this is so funny to me. Mm-hmm because of how bad it is because when she says jane austen it's time for you to pay i belly fucking laughed i'm like it's like (laughs) celebrity death match it was like a wrestling totally or something like that Uh, but then she chases her around the desk pats her on the head really hard with her big wolf hands yeah and says also you're the reason i risked everything for love Uh, i'm on the floor come on it's i'm like wow holy shit i was i I was gobsmacked the first time i saw this like what the fuck Uh now i'm literally I, i just laugh my ass off and just i feel bad for everyone involved Oh yeah. Also, your writing is all lies. Oh, yeah, boy. Jane Austen then uh, recognizes her pajamas and talks her down. Recognizes her. That's the part yeah. where I'm just give me a. You're break. that girl. Oh, it's you, right, right, the fan girl. You look. You you wearing some doing something different with your hair. Plus, the female Konane's hair is naturally long. You could read that on the IMDb. <laughs> oh, of course. You think I don't know a thing or two about a Konani? Come here. Let's have a steak. Yep. And we hopefully, I wish that's what they did because this is the whole she saves the time problem with you're my favorite author. Yeah. And wow. Yeah. But let's take a quick break and we'll be right back. What is that? I don't know. I thought we could do our financial plan online. Like a robo-advisor? Shouldn't we talk to someone who knows us? Oh, it knows us. Enter name. It doesn't know us. Robots don't know you. We do. So let's talk about your goals before we get started. At Farm Bureau Financial Services, every plan starts with a conversation. It's your future. Let's protect it. Good dog. Welcome back to Gideon, guys. And before we get back to this polarizing episode of dc's <laughs> legends of tomorrow what else we got going on travis well we've got a lot of other great shows here on the palm podcast network including boom goes the dynamite 
Busting balls, strong style story, through the years, days of thunder, shimmer her story, and my own, uh, yours, mine, and the truth. Uh, we, we do plan on uh, recording a season finale for that uh, sometime before the end of the year here, uh, so keep an eye out for that. But other than that, we just wrapped up on uh, Twitch uh, last uh, Saturday night, We uh, Mystery Titan Theater, that's the show that I do with Johnny and... Uh, a series of friends and co-hosts and guests. Uh, and over the last, uh, well, I guess it's 12 weeks, we had a six-part series called Who's Zoom and Who that came to its uh, conclusion um, with a bunch of uh, wrestling cards where we watch uh, along on Twitch. That's twitch.com slash C... Or no, twitch.tv slash Jarvis Washing Machine. And you can see them later on YouTube, uh, which uh, you can find at YouTube dot com slash c slash jarvis wash machine and this last one was a blast because it doubled as my birthday uh uh show and uh we had a added a couple more guests at the end uh it was it was a lot of fun i i uh i i had a great time johnny i really did I, that's part of the reason why we're recording yeah, it was great. later because <laughs> i was i was moving slow the next day um and and that's where we first that's why we you got extra excited because we first heard the poem "Love Me Dust." That mm -hmm. that, uh, that can that uh, I do read in in full. If you guys want to hear it, it's at the very end of the of the episode on. Uh, so check it out. Uh, Fantastic. And, and uh, follow us uh, on YouTube, especially and Twitch, but especially on YouTube. I want to get up to uh, uh, five hundred before the end of the year. Here it continues to grow, so that's good. And if we get up to five hundred, then it opens up some doors to us in terms of exposure so it's mystery titans theater find it youtube.com slash c slash jarvis washing machine or on twitch it's twitch.tv it's every other saturday twitch.tv slash jarvis washing machine yeah now's the time of the show where we like to check in with everyone's favorite uh, immortal despot vandal savage and see what he's drinking tonight it's time for savage brew hello 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 well well your hunt you find me in a mild to to medium spirits today because I uh, well I have been enjoying this this uh, I should explain I I bought an eight pack uh from a it's a collection from Strange Fellows Brewery Company which is a great uh brewing uh, craft brewing uh, uh brewery here in uh, British Columbia very close to where your your friend Jarvis lives. And they put out this single hopped IPA collection by Cyclops. And there are four different flavors. And uh, over the weekend, your friend Johan, your friend Jarvis, who, as you know, uh, really enjoyed himself at his birthday, enjoyed uh, one through seven quite a bit. Mm. And today, but that leaves us with the only one I have in front of me. So it's a Cyclops single hopped IPA. And there's, there's four different flavors. And I can tell you right now, the fourth best is brew one hops it's the only one we are left today so that's what i'm having because it's monday and you know we all have work to do not all of us can just take weeks off and go spend time with our families you you garbage human being uh but uh johan yes be before i go one little thing i want to ask you have you been able to um, perhaps do something about those pussy little uh, taste buds of yours that cannot handle anything beyond uh, a, a baby bottle? Goodbye, goodbye. 
He didn't even wait for an answer. He just ran out the he, door. He, no, he knew his answer. I, I, I guess. I am DV Curious. like uh, some dumb trivia nothing all that great and Mm -hmm. uh i'll 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 tell you something Um, okay go ahead because because i recognize her um cousin patty was back oh Uh, yes 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 yes. the actress eliza norbury who i I take an acting classes with many moons ago like 20 years ago um is back and i've seen her you know around town I, i see her at auditions her and her uh, a husband whose name I can't remember off the top of my head. I know, like, I've seen them around forever. Um, so it was cool to see her get another credit here. Because mm-hmm. that's, I, like, uh, she's got a she's got a page on the, uh, on the, like, our boy Jason McKinnon, Mr. Um, uh, F. Scott Fitzgerald. She's got her own page here, and I can see that this is... On, on the Arrow Wiki? Yeah, on the Arrow Wiki. She's, nice. uh, these are her two, these are her two uh, episodes in the Arrowverse. They do good work over there at Arrow Wiki. We need to get mm-hmm, on there. They, they need to get us up on Arrow Wiki. Like, <laughs> can you just can you just add to Arrow Wiki like you can to Wiki? Yeah, I, we can Legends of Tomorrow. I could just yeah. put a yeah. podcast, yeah. right? Yeah, Savage Brew. It's Savage Brew. The whole the whole nine yards. Trivia under Vandal Savage. <laughs> oh, so weekly, oh, so weekly podcast in a podcast, <laughs> appearing only as a glass. And there was a goof that I don't even, there was, that wasn't even fun, but the reviews, the reviews. Mm-hmm. Now the IMDb rating on this one is a 7.5. That's one of the lower ones of the season. Mm-hmm. But again, I think there was one review that was along your lines. Okay. Uh, but even then just all of them. So, so many of them is, are just, I hate fucking musicals. Fuck you. I'm a, I'm a man boy. I'm a man. I don't like musicals. It's just a ton of that. That's and a few, as you'd expect. Yeah. Yeah. As you expect with the whole, like, what the fuck is all this? The only good stuff this whole season is Constantine being Constantine. I'm like, okay, we get it. Mm -hmm. And there was a handful here that I, I picked out three. That's why I'm not doing anything else. I picked out three and just picked and choose here. This is someone who did not care for this, but gave it a six out of 10. I uh, called uh, What Did I Just Watch by Q Bradford. <laughs> the allegedly Bollywood inspired section of this episode was so full of cheese and corn. Add a little mm. tomato sauce and some noodles and you'll have yourself a lasagna. What? <laughs> Who puts what? corn in lasagna? What the hell is wrong? That's the, that's the most offensive thing I've heard this whole uh, <laughs> this whole since we started doing this show. I, I know. Again, gobsmacked. I'm like, what? Yeah. The f- what? If they, they put corn in, okay. Uh, what, what's the state? Uh, they, or what, what part of what part of Canada is uh, the corn is as high as as an elephant's eye? <laughs> Nowhere. Somewhere in the Midwest of this state, I'm sure some yeah. assholes putting yeah. corn in their lasagna. Nebraska. Yeah, I guarantee it. You go to a diner in the middle of Nebraska, order some lasagna. Watch out. 
Five five out of twelve found that helpful though. <laughs> Man. Here's a 10 out of 10. Hmm. Bollywood and Jane Austen by Stormy Blue. I love this show for how fun it is and how it embraces absurdity. It makes a nice break from how the other Arrowverse shows can take themselves so seriously. Time travel is apt to cre- create strange dichotomies. And this one made me laugh out loud. 12 out of 17 found that helpful. But this, mm. my friend, this. Okay. 10 out of 10. Another 10 out of 10. The real star here was Brandon Routh. And all caps, I'll tell you why. By Cast View 20. It's long, but it's worth it. Mm-hmm. Yes, this was an amazing, this was about an amazing author, but the real acting and movement belonged to Brendan Routh. Though most of the episodes around Zari and her capturing the Hindu love god, Kamadeva, Mona, and her inner rationalizations and the general hijinks, the real star shown in the scenes where the dust of the old god blasted through the vents of the wave rider and dosed the team with a healthy vial of love and passion. We find Ray Palmer standing at the bed, flexing at the lust of his lady before him. He then, he then asks, and this is the key moment in parentheses, if she again wants him in bed with her, asking if it's okay. He continues to kiss her neck and give her what he gets permission to intimately be able to do. This is very important, as even though he could have gotten away with less, Nora Dark was hurt and broken in many ways, and he wanted nothing more to be what helped her heal rather than just get his rocks off. The dust brought him to the edge of lust, but he never lost being the kindest soul on the ship. Miss you, Ray. Respect. See that reads as badly to me. That's as 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 far gone as some of the uh, the, the gun nuts we get on this in this little section here. Man. That is two out of two found it helpful though. Yeah. <laughs> oh boy, two. All that they'd spend a lot of time on that uh, to get so, themselves and and their buddy. They told them to do it to to give it a like. You wow. know what? You know what? Cast view. Thank you. I like that. Yeah. I like right. that. Thank you. All right. All right. See, see, I think, um, you know, I've and I've been pumping uh, Ralph's tires today. I think something was uh, revealed today. We're gonna you can't sing? It. Yep. <laughs> well, one of them can't. Either one of them can't or both. Or neither it's either. one or the other. Sing. It's right? one or the other. That's why we got a Rex Harrison talk singing moment uh, in, in the middle of this. Oh, man. What a... What a letdown! What a what a wet fart! After you, just as you're starting to build this up and have to cut to this kind of uh, pseudo. Uh, anyways, we'll get to it. <laughs> I still what liked it. I still, I, still, I, I like the lyrics because I like the lyrics. And, but, yeah, and then I, I just pictured, yeah, I just pictured him as fucking. No. As soon as I thought of Rex Harrison, I, that, 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 I got a joke out of it, and I was happy. So Z confronts Kamadeva about fucking with their dreams. And says, again, what does a god know about the human heart? And he reveals that he's not a god. He's a human named Sanjay, who was present when Shiva immolated the real Kamadeva. And he gathered his ashes in this urn. He's, he's like Paul Bear, you know? That's and right, uh, yes. Yes. He's, <laughs> and, <Sorry. laughs> and it's made him immortal. 
and he has these love powers. And uh, he dares her to get wild. You know, come on, let's do, let's roll, baby. And uh, they they do those ashes like X, yeah. and her eyes go yellow uh, to break, which I thought was kind of a really cool effect. I liked it. So we're at the wake, and Nate's about to roast Hank, but the lights go out. Woo, spooky. Yep. And he realizes he's not going to roast him like he thought. He just says he was a workaholic and he died. And his mom tells a story about when little Nate uh, and then we're supposed to go to Disney, Disney World, I guess. And he got sick, I assume, with hemophilia. I'm sure it was something blood related. Right. And they couldn't go. And Hank dressed up like Mickey Mouse and went to the hospital. And I guess he didn't really remember that. And now he did. Z and Sanjay, it does jump around a bit, huh? In tone, Z and yes. Sanjay are now dancing because mm-hmm. she's totally under the spell of this shit. And uh, he's like, she's like, let's get married. And uh, she starts hearing music. And uh, he tells her to sing. She's like, I, I don't sing. And then she sings, and it's the big Bollywood number, I Surrender, which I will tell you this. And I know you don't give a shit about how you criticize this. Mm-hmm. When I'm feeling down sometimes, yeah, I just go to the you go to YouTube and watch this. Yeah. And it always cheers me up. Mm-hmm. I don't go, I don't go to Netflix and watch this entire episode. Mm-hmm. I go to YouTube and watch this scene. Because mm-hmm. I I love this. Yeah. This is right up my as alley. as a song. It's not that good of a song. Oh, I love the song. Yeah, like there's been better, you know, musicals done through on on TV that that are a little <laughs> more instantly catchy. I, I just in the history of television, yes, that is true. Yeah, yeah. This I really think is I I loved it, especially yeah. especially the lyric of the lyric that goes. I fixed the timeline as a cat, saved a cowboy, kept his hat, took Salem's breath away, got stuck reliving the same day. I'm like, oh, that that's great. You know, mm-hmm. that's all of her adventures. Sure. And, and it looks great. Everyone looks like they're having a great time. The costumes are wonderful. The choreography is great. It, it, it's a big spectacle. I, I just find it so fucking charming. I just, it, it would have meant so much more if this had been you know, not just all of a sudden it's a musical kind of thing. If they, if you had been able to build up to a number like this through some other, like kind of like your standard, a full musical episode would have been a better uh, choice in this. This just didn't, this didn't feel, it didn't match. It didn't match where we had been up to this point. And it, and to me, it just felt like it felt like fan fiction for these, again, uh, our friends, Grain and Jackie. Um, just like, and then we can put in one of these and then we can put it like, do you remember that dude? Do you remember that parks and recreation when Pat Oswald had to do like that, had to stand up and like, talk about how he would book the new Avengers film. Yeah, I know what you mean. I know that's what this is to me. That's what this episode is to me. I think maybe they were writing to this. Knowing this was the core of what they're doing. How do we write to this? Cause it's, it cost the most money. This was the biggest, the biggest part of this fucking episode. And I, and I think they failed. I don't think they wrote to this. I think they just okay. Now I thought I guess they did. Now I, I, love, guess, I now thought we the can magical, just put this in. 
you know, I'm, a grown man, I'm a grown man about to say, I thought the magical love dust, of the ashes, <laughs> the ashes of the Hindu God have enough magical power to create a magical scenario where this is happening. Oh, that is right out of a fucking comic book. And I'm all about it. That, that works yeah. for me. Yeah. It just uh, like it's magic. This. And there hadn't been enough of a, to me, there hadn't been enough of a, this is a magic kind of have that whimsy to it kind of show. This is an episode that had a little bit of too much again, or again, packing too much into uh, something. Like if you had given me a tone that is building up to, to something like this, and and to me, I don't feel like they earned it. That's the thing. I think that they, that I feel like maybe they've earned it um, through like uh, of four seasons of, of putting stuff together that, you know, we deserve a musical number. We, we've we been doing this year. Let's see if we can get a musical. It's good. And then guess what, guys? We got a musical number. They okayed it. The, 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 this is going to be awesome. The CW execs. And we'll, we'll bring in, uh, you know, the the uh, Alexandra LaRoche, who's like, a, she's an Arrowverse um, uh, veteran. She's been on all these Arrow and The Flash and a whole bunch of other things. Um, and she'll be perfect for this, for this big thing. And we just, yeah, the script will come. The script will come. Don't worry about the script, but we got it guys. We got our musical. That's what it is to me. That's what just. Oh, and they also, they also shot down the idea of doing an entire musical uh, episode because everyone hated it when they did it on the flash a few months ago. (laughs) I didn't know that they, that they had tried it. No, they Um, did. There was a flash, a flash Supergirl crossover that is 75% musical. Like See, that's they're the thing, they're man. trapped they're trapped in a musical realm mm-hmm. by the music meister and it occasionally yeah. flashes to their bodies on you know on hospital beds yeah. and them going oh I wonder what's going on in their heads and then it flashes back to the yeah. big musical I personally think it's great and charming yeah. but that's the thing like if you it, like if you see uh like Allison Hannigan and Sarah Michelle Gellar and all the they they don't know they can't sing either I like they've said it openly where they're as good a singer as Brandon Routh. But somehow they pulled off that full episode and has memorable song after memorable song. on. But that, then he sings a little bit theme. later. Here's the weird thing in this. They do the talk singing thing. Yeah. And then later on when it's the, it's the just, refrain. They give him like five words. They give him five words and it's kind of buried in there. Like that's, okay, you can I just tell that that was, maybe you can tell a little that too. that was, know. no, no. You Not a superpower? A conscious decision. Yeah. Not one of his superpowers? <laughs> yeah. Because he looks at right here and they're talking about my dirty dream was dirtier. Uh, and if you'd been flirtier and, uh, and uh, I, sorry, Nate and Captain Lance and, and, and big Nate Palmer is going on finally. Yeah. Uh, so again, I fucking love even the Ray, the Ray shit's so silly. I love it. I just, again, this makes me happy. It cheers me up when I need it. And she's about to say, I do. Zari is to, uh, uh, Sanjay here and Mona uh, comes in and saves the day not in the pajamas anymore but back in the the bonnet outfit right which I'm like what okay what the fuck was that Whatever. she, was, she Whatever. just was in that you know? okay what you the know? fuck yeah and yep. and she sings and she's singing to Zari she's basically apologizing for being a big fucking baby uh on the wave rider Mm-hmm. and saying hey come to your senses and teaching the lessons that she learned through uh this episode stop chasing fucking fantasies like i i was chasing fantasies and you're the one that was trying to talk me out, out of that shit and I, mm-hmm. I liked it and they walk away and the song ends and turns out he's got a thousand wives 
And they're like, well, f- fuck you. And so they're going to throw him in jail again. And we never yeah. see him again. We see a lot of these uh, fugitives again. Now, what would, he, what would he have done in the theme park? I wonder. Uh, Wild yeah. fuckarama over yeah, there so. next to the dragon. So. That's, so. That's where the parents go and they send the kids to the rest. They go to the Kamadeva ride yeah. and send the kids to, uh, to their other rides. Speaking of the rides, mm-hmm. we're, we're, we're having the seance and uh, Constantine has drawn an entire sigil around Mick who's been distracted that whole time by reading a Playboy. <laughs> yeah, yeah, or something. I think it's got, it's got a weird name, like Grifter or something like that. <laughs> oh, no, well, they couldn't actually get a, the, the uh, Playboy out there, I guess. Yeah, a yeah, yeah. Play dude. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. And he summons Hank in a mic, and the, <laughs> the VO of Hank's voice coming out of Mick's mouth is ridiculous. Yeah. <laughs> Yeah, it's. Yeah, I mean, what's his face is a good sport in this particular episode. Uh, uh, who? Uh, Heat wave. Dom- Dominic. Dominic Purcell. Yeah, yeah, yeah. He's uh, he, he he's, he doesn't have a like, lot he, to do, but what he does he hasn't is, had a good. lot to do this whole season. He's kind of just there to move move plot. It's like, this and the uh, romance novel stuff. Yeah, yeah, you're right. And uh, but the vo. The lines are so, they sound so stilted. It's a, a Tom Wilson, the way he, he, I don't know, delivered these. He's like, he's telling Constantine what's going on. He's like, and I made a deal with someone who get, could give me unlimited funding, but this was no ordinary beltway bandit. It was a <laughs> demon. And like, it sounds, it sounds terrible. It, yep. Terrible. <laughs> and, but then Nate, he's just walking around the house and he finds Nate uh, Hank's secret den, which is also where Bob Crane was murdered, apparently, based on the, <laughs> yeah. the so camera like this, and the, 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 the camera and, and the shag weird. Carpet. Yeah, yeah, that looked a little that would like that didn't look healthy. That didn't look <laughs> like I'd be like, holy fuck. I don't that was a real autofocus. That was a yeah. little auto. They were, oh shit. You know, not only did the writers here love that movie you mentioned or Bollywood and Jane Austen, they loved autofocus. Right. Or like seven or some fucked up shit. It's really (laughs) bizarre. Didn't look healthy. And Nate turns on the camera and he sees this uh, video of Hank's pitch for his idea. And this is why he was getting the magical creatures together in the first place. Because he was inspired by these drawings that Nate did as a kid. Uh Uh-huh. And he was trying to create a theme park mm-hmm. to mo- still monetize these fucking creatures. So he's not completely the best here, but you know, he, he, he's a wacky guy too. He, he was trying to create Hay World. Yeah. And he really, he wasn't doing a, a really good job because the guys he was employing to get the creatures to be trained in Hay World would just murder them like Kanane, right? Yes. I, I, the, somewhere within there is that baby face turn. Yeah, somewhere I, I within so. there. It it sticks out. I love Hey World. I love where this goes. At the first time I saw this, I went, wait, what did they murder Kanane? It, yeah. it, 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 it sticks out, yeah. especially for me upon repeated viewings. I'm like, huh, 
that took a switch. I don't mind I don't the switch, like, but and why? this reveal at the end here, like it was just like, <laughs> boy, I don't know. Well, I, I can don't know see they... it. I think yeah. it works out great, but yeah. I can see when I first saw it too. When I first saw this, I went literally, "What the fuck?" Yeah, it, it was so out of nowhere, and I yeah. and I, I did not I was like, "What the fuck is this?" Yeah. I, okay, I that was my my first reaction was what the fuck is this and then when the by the end of the season i was like all right that was a for whatever reason it was a great choice but mm-hmm. it's still mm-hmm. what the fuck is this and i guess it's related to that uh, baby face turn I guess so. so constantine let's wrap this up the button on this one constantine's wasted and uh is arguing with himself in a, in the mirror and uh, his mirror self is telling him he's going to fail Nate like he failed Astrid Dex. Uh, he's doing it on purpose because he wants all these souls in hell because he's going to need company. And he smashes the mirror and it changes to Dex. And he's like, hey, Dex. And he's like, yeah, you don't fucking get it, right? And turns into Neuron and that reveal. that's the first time he realizes that not only is Dex in hell, he's mm-hmm. Neuron. Yeah. And the coral face comes back yeah and that's the end of the episode and again it's all over the place to me it's the question i i said in the beginning does a giant is a giant mess saved to me by one big scene that i adore and for me it's a big yes but again i would never go and rewatch this entire episode i just go back and watch that one scene I get it. Yeah, and it's a real accomplishment by the time it's done. Like, yeah, don't sell that. Don't sell that scene short. Like, you have tons of choreography and the production. And you know me, I'm a musical or, mark. I man. like musicals too, but I like. To me, so that song, that song, I didn't love that song as much. It didn't feel like a classic as much as. Uh, oh, it touched me. Yeah. With my friends by my side. Oh. Yeah. <laughs> I thought it was lovely. You know what else is lovely, Travis? You're lovely. Thank you for joining me again on this little adventure. Um, Again, we'll be off for uh, two weeks while I'm uh, lounging around in New Jersey, uh, eating Italian food and doing nothing else. That's about uh, the entire plan. Yeah. And uh, be sure to tune in to all the great uh, shows on the Plum Podcast Network. Follow us at Guys Gideon on Twitter and follow uh, Travis uh, and uh, Mystery Titans Theater, a Jarvis washing machine on Twitch and YouTube. And have a happy Thanksgiving, uh, or I hope you had a happy Thanksgiving, uh, and uh, we'll see you next time. Bye.